Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. Once again, that's the sound of rock cracking. You've got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. We are getting very close to the end of the shortest month of the year, and we're glad to have each and every one of you. Yes, the rocks are cracking, and they may have been cracking because of a new book out there. There's a new book. The author is Vince Ellison. He's been on our show uh, a couple years ago, so we're glad to have him back, and he is a passionate speaker, a passionate author, and he's talking about 25 lies the Democratic Party tells to deceive, especially black communities. And he is African-American, but he passionately believes there are lies uh, given by the Democratic Party. Can you believe that? Well, <laughs> you're going to have an opportunity to hear him in just a minute. Hey, as we're going to uh, record the show, uh, Ukraine and Russia are just very close to going to war it looks like don't know what's going to happen so uh our prayers for the people of both nations and that calmer heads will prevail uh we just pray for that and we will uh, follow that as we need to in the upcoming weeks but right now let's get right to this show with uh author uh vince ellison you're going to listen to this he may say some things you may not agree with he may say some things that uh, you've never heard before, but that's when you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. So here we go. On this week's show, we got uh, Vince Ellison. He's got a new book called 25 Lies Exposing Democrats' Most Dangerous, Seductive, Damnable, Destructive Lies and How to Refute Them. That's a long title, Vince. T- tell us about your book. Well, Doc, I could have named it A Thousand Lies. But uh, I had to just narrow it down to 25 with the Democrats. As you know, uh, a little bit about myself, I was born on a cotton plantation in Haywood County, Tennessee. My father was a sharecropper. Uh, he, he worked hard and bought us out of poverty. He got involved in the insurance industry. He did very well. And we lived a pretty good upper middle class life uh, from the time I was nine years old until I, I, I left home and went to college at the University of Memphis. It was Memphis State at the time. After college, I started working in a prison. And, you know, I thought that we had overcome. You know, I thought that black people had finally overcome in America because I lived in a small town. Everybody was good to each other. Everybody was nice to each other. Black and white folks got along. But then when I got to, when I started working in the prison, I saw that there was a, a that, 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 that was all a lie. That I had been, I'd been in a bubble my whole life. And that there was a, a lot of black people were still suffering. A lot of them. And when I started working in South Carolina, in a South Carolina prison, I found out that in the, in the 1980s, there were three prisons in South Carolina. By the end of the 90s, it was 45. Wow. And they started this massive lockup program. So anyway, I, I started asking the black intelligentsia, I said, man, what's going on? Why are all these young black men being locked up? And of course, they said 
rich white Republicans hate black people and they're locking them up. You know, uh-huh. so I, I I resigned from the prison system, started working in and I went into the community, started working working in the nonprofit arena, try to keep some of these young men out of jail. I found out something very interesting. When I went down there in the ghettos, I saw no white Demo- no white Republicans down there at all. No white Republicans, only black right. Democrats. Right. And they were deflecting and saying that the problem of the black people were, were white, were white conservatives, and it wasn't. But And I saw these three entities that were making a lot of money off of the chaos. And I called them the Iron Triangle, my first book. Most black preachers, most black politicians, and most, most black civic organizers. So I wrote my first book about that. And this book is more, more or less a sequel to it. It's, it's a, it, this, this book is a manual to all conservatives to teach us how to go and save the people in our community that they're after. They're after our children. They're not after, they're after our children, our grandchildren, our neighbors, our friends. 25 Lies takes 25 of the Democrats' most, uh, most dangerous and seductive lies. And I explain what they are and how we can refute them so that when they're calling your listeners and viewers racist, homophobes, intolerant, they know how to go down, they know how to open up my book, point at the lie, explain the lie, refute the lie to them, and say, now what you got to say about that? So 25 Lies is a weapon to help conservatives and also maybe to turn turn some liberals around or some Christian Democrats who are vote, vote, voting for uh, this evil Democrat party and don't know it. Man, and, and I know my listeners, a lot of them, most of them are conservative. Some of them aren't, some people listen on. And when you say that some of these things that the, well, again, you're the Christian black leadership have for years been a part of the Democratic Party. Uh, and I tell people, yeah. well, where did gender confusion come from? I, it's come from the Democratic Party. Mm. We didn't have gender confusion for the Democrats for uh, pushing this. And, and I've heard a lot of uh, my mm-hmm. black Christian friends say, we don't have anything to do with gender confusion. And yet, the, what, what about mm. this rage of gender confusion where people don't know if they're a man or a woman? I'm talking about uh, ch- our children in schools, and they're being taught, well, it's fluid. You can be whatever you want to be. Mm-hmm. Most of the black Christian friends I have that are Democrats, they said we have no part of that. And, you know, that's that's not something we support. That's not biblical. And yet... It seems to be coming directly from the Democratic Party. Uh, have you seen that, or have you got anything in your book about that? Yeah, yeah. My, my first chapter, the first chapter I deal with, is uh, the lie the Democrats tell people when they say that uh, you will not be held accountable for your vote. It's only politics. I talk about the fact that they they, they tell people there's some type of separability between your 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 vote for the Democrats and what the Democrats do. And I say, no, it's just like if a guy walks up to your house and say, hey, man, I need to borrow you, need to borrow your 38. I'm going to go across the street and I'm going to kill John. And you say, you're going to kill it? Yeah, I'm going to kill it. Well, here's my 38. When the police find out that you gave him the weapon to kill John, you are complicit in murder. There's no way around that. So when a Democrat comes and tells you, I'm going to do trans, I'm going to give a young, young, um, young minor children transgender operations. I'm going to. Um, vote for abortion. I'm going to, uh, you know, up up to the ninth month. If you vote for me, I'm going to do these things. And you do it, you are responsible for it. Unless you repent to God, you will be responsible for it. So I tell them the Democratic Party is sending your soul to hell. You're going to hell, man, if you don't repent for what you're doing here. Because what you're doing is explicitly against the word of God. He said, I made them male and female. I made them. And it's good. 
And for people to think that you can castrate a child like they passed a law up in Washington state saying that children between the ages of 13 and 17 can go to school, take these classes in gender fluidity, decide what their gender is going to be. And without their parents' permission, the insurance companies have to pay for a transgender operation on these children. So your son can go to school one day, a boy, and come back castrated. Your girl can go to school, a girl, and come back with her breast torn off. And then they want to give them puberty blockers and all this stuff, all of it without parents' consent. This is the Democrat Party. And I started my book out with a definitive statement. Since their inception in 1800, the Democratic Party has been the evilest institution on the face of this earth. And in my book, I prove it. They have always, always been on the evil side of politics in America, whether it is slavery, whether it is succession, whether it was Jim Crow, whether they castrated, killed, and mutilated people for 100 years, or whether now it is socialism and atheism. This is who they are. And we no longer have policy disagreements with this party. This party is apostate. It is out to destroy America, and we have to deal with it as such. Well, that, that's a lot of passion in there, Vince. And I, I'll tell you, I, I write an article with uh, one, again, a, a black pastor who is a Democrat, passionate Democrat. And we had an article just this month, and I, I was talking about three uh, black Republican leaders that we have not recognized in the state of Mississippi. One of them is Hiram Revels. He was the first mm-hmm. black ever elected to Congress in 1869, yeah. very first, right. to Mississippi's um, shame. We, we haven't really recognized him as a state. And right. and, and, and there was a, mm-hmm. a Congressman John Lynch, uh, a black, he was a former mm-hmm. slave and elected to Congress. And then right. he, he found favor of General Grant and he was high in the Republican Party for uh, for decades and, and even ran the Republican mm-hmm. Convention in 1884, I believe. But I, I brought this out and my uh, black pastor friend, he, he said, uh, he commended me that I looked at that, but then he said, the entire Republican Party is full of insurrectionists and hateful. Uh, they, they, you know, they've just been bad for uh, black people. And, and he just said, you know, that was a Republican Party in the 1800s, 1870s, has nothing to do with the white racist Republican Party today, pretty much. So how, how do you answer something like that when they when uh, the Democrats come back and go, the Republican Party is white, racist, and, and hates black people as a whole? I tell them that the Republican Party doesn't run anything in the black community. You might as well talk about the Labor Party in Great Britain. Uh-huh. It runs nothing. Uh-huh. The Democrat Party controls the black community. They control every failing school. They control every dope corner, every whole house, every crack house. They, they, the, 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 um, they, they, they control the mayors. They control the judges. They control the police chiefs. They control the juries that lock black men up. They even control the jailhouses. He tell him from me that Vince Ellison says he's an apostate, and tell him that he is exactly what Jesus talked about when he said there will be false prophets that will come in my name. And when you ask the question, when the disciples said, "How will we know them?" He said, "You will know them by their fruits." Not by what they say, not by what they do, but by what they produce. He said, you will not get good fruit from a rotten tree, a rotten fruit from a good tree. Each fruit will be after, each fruit and tree will be after its own. If you look at the black community and you and you come to the conclusion that since the civil rights movement, we have gone backwards. The black family's been destroyed. Ten times more men in prison. 
Uh, the economic system destroyed. The black church apostate. Educational system the worst in the Western Hemisphere. You tell him that we have rotten fruit, therefore the tree is rotten and he is rotten. Tell him I said it. If he wants to front me, come on your show and I'll break him down. Okay, well, we, we may get that together sometime. We'll look at that. But I He won't come. He won't come. Well, we'll, we'll I see. guarantee you he won't come. But let me, uh, let's go on with some, you know, in your book and explore. What I want to do is to explore where we are right now. If you're, with your book, Vince, and I'm glad you put it together because what I just asked you, I mean, that's what I need to know some uh, lies that you expose. And it's not sure. just for me. It's for conservatives all across the nation. They need your book. And, and I'm glad that you are standing pa- passionately strong. One of the things I'm looking at, we have Senator Tim Scott from South Carolina. We got Burgess. Yeah, I know Tim, the great man. And and uh, Congressman Burgess Owens from uh, yes, uh, no Burgess. And and then Congressman Byron Donalds from Florida. Mm-hmm. They're in the U.S. Congress, Black Republicans. And uh, are, do we have any more Black Republicans in the United States Congress? That was the only no. You have some scattered around in in in, uh, in, in, in certain nation. states, different states, and whatnot. Yes, yes. But 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 none in the Congress. I think it's just Tim, uh, uh, Donald, and uh, Burgess Owens. Yes. So what would happen in twenty twenty two? Is there is there any way that I know there's some candidates running? John James has jumped in to run for Congress in Michigan for a congressional yes, good seat, man. and and then Herschel Walker running for Senate there in Georgia. Yeah, no, uh, good man. So how how could 2022 become? what time magazine might at the end or in 2023 would say 2022 was the year of the black republican how, how could that happen is it impossible it, it, no oh, oh it's very possible because you know they don't want uh, people to believe that america has has, has transcended into a post-racial society biden when he when he got the supreme court pick right, right. he stood there and said that he was going to pick a black woman and he didn't say he's going to pick the most qualified person. He said he's going to pick a black woman. That was a missive across the black community because he didn't want black people to believe that they could earn it, that they could merit it. The Democratic Party playbook says that black Americans cannot achieve in the United States of America. So therefore, if I give this Supreme, if, if this woman believes she earned the Supreme Court, these black people might get up and start thinking they don't need the Democratic Party to give them handouts anymore. They don't need affirmative action. They don't need it because they can earn it. See, I believe we earn that 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 we earn what we, we were supposed to have. Tim Scott believes that too. Ryan Donald believes that, and Burgess believes that. Herschel Walker believes that you can earn it. The Democrats believe you can't. So all of these Democrats, almost all of them, these black Democrats, come from these affirmative action majority black districts, and they believe in segregation because they keep these districts majority black. They don't want a white person in them. They have these housing projects stacked, stacked sky high. They have these terrible schools. They keep the people uneducated, poor, and frightened. They use crime as a weapon. Whoa, Vince, crime as a weapon. Okay. <laughs> I hate to stop you right there. And I, we're going to let you passionately go plow straight ahead in just a moment. But first, let me remind everyone you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. We're glad to have each and every one of you. And we were speaking with the author, uh, Vince Ellison. 
and he as you can see he's passionate we're going to continue with the podcast right here and uh let's uh just remind everybody that you can listen to us each week and you can go back in the archives and listen to us right here at doc holiday's rock split and politics and uh, we appreciate web talk radio what a great team we've been over the years and they've been very good to uh, to rock splitting politics so tell your friends and neighbors hey this is this is a midterm election year and what uh, vince allison is speaking about and his book is scaring some people to death because they have put fear into uh, many people's hearts and minds with a lot of statistics that over the years uh, Vince Ellison is just telling you he doesn't like what the Democratic Party has said in many cases. And so let's continue and see what he's talking about when it comes to uh, crime. Now listen to me well. This whole crime surge inside the black community right now that we're seeing, this is not a mistake. The Democratic Party has used terror against black people ever since it has been a party. They use a whip. They use rape. They use murder on the plantation. During Jim Crow, they use the same thing, castrations, hangings, lynchings, you name it. Now they use crime. Mm. They, if, if you can keep people afraid, if you can keep them cowardly, if you can keep them laying down, they will always have to depend on the government to take care of them because you can have nothing without security. If Navy SEALs jump down into a jungle, the first thing they do is they get a secure perimeter. Without security, you can have education, Without security, you cannot have uh, you can't have an economy. Without security, you cannot have a religious structure. So they take away the father, who's the number one person that provides security for his family. So during the civil rights movement, they put in the man out clause, make sure he was gone. Then they take away the gun so the mother can't protect the family. And now they're defunding the police and dropping them down. And they're keeping that community in a state of terror. And it is a plan. And whatever they rule, that's what you have. You have terror. And the black preacher, the black politician, and the black civic organizers are behind it. They're the old house Negroes of the old South, and they're there to make sure that the white master stays, stays in power. That's their game. And they walk around and they strut like they're doing something for the people. No, it's all about them. They ride around in their Cadillacs and their gold chains and their rings, and they try to act like they're doing something for the people. They are nothing but apostates like the Pharisees and the Sadducees were in the time of Jesus. And Jesus told everybody who they were. They were liars. They were a generation of vipers. And he told them that they were like their father, the devil. That's who they are. Well, again, you got a lot of passion. And do you ever get banned from social media, Vince? No, I don't use it that much, man, really. Okay. Well, what you just said would make a lot of people mad. <laughs> and, and, and that's what happens with the truth so many times. That, uh, truth always makes them mad. They got, they got mad at Jesus, got mad at Abraham Lincoln, you know, they got, got mad at Trump. Hey, man, you know what? I'm a son of God. I'm an heir of Jesus Christ. I'm a free man. I don't live in fear. It has no connection to me whatsoever. Jesus Christ protects me. And as a Christian, we're supposed to believe that. Fear not is listed in the Bible 365 times for every day of the year. Wow. He commands that you do not live in fear. So they can't touch me unless Jesus allows it. And if, he's, and if he allows it, it'll be all right. But do you have trouble? 
in your hometown? Do you have trouble in the black community, walking around in the black community? You said you fear not, but I mean, I know your message is not well received no, in a lot of places. Absolutely no problem whatsoever. I was on Laura Ingram's show saying the same thing I'm saying right now. Uh-huh. Man, I got hundreds of messages all over the world, all over the world. Uh-huh. Only one negative message out of hundreds did I get. And it was and it was in a and it was just a guy calling names, a coward, you know, to hide behind to hide behind his screen on Facebook. But everybody else, great Vince, great Vince, black, white, you name it. People know the truth when they hear it. They look outside of their window and they see all this crime. And they see these people putting putting uh, black fathers in jail. They see them, and look, I got another line in my book that says racism is is the problem in, in, in America. No, it's not. I said this on Laura Ingram. I said, it is black male cowardice. Wow. The Democrats see black male cowardice as a virtue. They always want to look at the past and talk about hard history of how how mean white people were to black people during Jim Crow. I said, look, if you're going to be a free man, weakness always invites aggression. Hmm. If you're going to be a man, you got to be willing to defend your freedom with your Second Amendment right to defend yourself. If you're not willing to do it, they're allowed to claim the red shirts and anybody else that wanted to to come and rape their children beat their wives and take their property and right now they're doing it themselves white men are not going through the ghettos of america tearing up the black community white men are not selling the dope on the corners white men ain't doing the snatching grabs white men aren't burning down the neighborhoods no it is black men doing it and that has to be addressed but everybody is so politically correct right now they don't want to tell the truth it is not racism in america White people aren't doing anything to black people. It's black people doing it to each other. It's not a genocide, it's a fracture, and it needs to be addressed. Well, uh, one of the things that's, that uh, I've been looking at, you've been looking at, others, and what I see is uh, almost like, and I ask you, could 2022 be the year, midterm election be the year of the black republic? And, and I'd say it would, it would be almost a miracle. But the same way, how, how did the colonies come together to fight Great Britain? And they had to connect. They, at the time, the best thing, they had a letter writing. They wrote letters. Uh, now we got more communication. But the, the thing that the Democrats have seemed to be very successful is to keep black conservative voices isolated. How do you see voices like yours? And, and you know, you, you are passionate. I don't know if anybody's more passionate than you. But there's a lot of black conservatives. We got, you know, we just talked, we got three elected to Congress. But how do we get a connection between black conservatives? How, just like the colonies came together and fought Great Britain, there is an evil, uh, evil in the Democratic Party. And they have been very successful to keep you isolated, to keep the black voice, black conservative voice isolated. They keep it from, from coalescing. So how can that happen? How can you coalesce with others who think like you and, and work with people like me or others that say, we want to save America? And, and I see black Republicans coming together, giving a voice and giving hope to see cities that are run by Democrats, mainly because they, they want to look at uh, someone that's the same color as me. And yet the black Republicans have not 
come together and say, here, here is a difference. You know, we want to represent you in a government that's run correctly, not what you've been putting up for 50 years. So how, how does that happen? How do you coalesce with others? What do we do? We coalesce with each other. And we tell the truth with each other. And when people see black and white conservatives working together for a common goal, and that is to make America strong, to adhere to the Constitution, and then they compare the two parties. See, what you're having right now is the people's contest. People are watching and they're seeing the black ghettos and the, and, and, and the inner city cannibalize itself. And then they're looking at the suburbs where you, where you and I live, and they're seeing you and I having bought I talk to people like you. I I go on Fox News, and it's amazing that it's getting out to everybody, and it's getting and it's getting out because, like you said, of how I live my life, how you and I talk to each other, how my wife lives her life, how my brother lives his life, how we quote unquote black conservatives live life in America, and as these people in the ghettos are looking at us, and they're saying, "Huh." Those guys look like they're doing pretty that gum good. And they're as black as I am. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this racism thing isn't true. And I say, yeah, you're right. That's how I do it. It's not going down there r- r- screaming, yelling, raising up. When they invite me, I come. If they don't, I don't. It's a sick mind that wants to be somewhere where he's not invited. That's why I was never for the forced integration thing. I wanted you know people to come together who want to be together. And so they invite me. I come. If they want to watch me, they can put me up on on social media, YouTube, watch me on TV. They can buy my books. They can go on my website. I give an invitation. But what did Jesus say? And I always take my example from, from the bombs. He said, I stand at the door and knock. If you do not open, I will not enter. That's how I do it. Well, you got a, you got a great game plan. comes right out of the Bible then, doesn't it? Uh, it does. Let, and he changed the world with it, didn't he? He changed the whole world with it. He didn't chase nobody. Even with the rich young ruler, when he told him what he needed to do, when the guy walked off, Jesus didn't go chasing him. He right. said, seek him. Yeah. Bye. So the people that want it will come looking for it. The people that don't want it are going to run from it, and you'll waste your time chasing them. The people that hate you are going to spread misinformation and lies about you. But Winston Churchill said, you'll never get to your destination throwing rocks at every barking dog. You keep going. And and saying that, I uh, hadn't heard, I, I didn't know that quote. You don't throw, you know, the rocks at the barking dogs. But I will say, I heard this, and this is what I wondered where you, you can put this in your uh, uh, vocabulary or, or how, and maybe there's a way to do this. And I think you being successful, and other conservative blacks being successful, like you said, people go, well, why, why are they successful? Why hadn't racism right. drug them down? And that there's a story about, you know, if there's three kind of people, those who are for you, those who are against you, and those who don't care. Mm. And as a leader, your job is to make those who are against you to become those who don't care. And, mm-hmm. and, and I could see that really happening in, in, uh, in a lot of these uh, war zone cities, you know, that across America that have mm. just been destroyed. They've been taught to hate Republicans, hate conservatives, and yet it's not that you have to convince them to become conservatives, but you, as a leader, you got to convince them not to be rolling the boat against you. Because you, yeah. you can row the boat forward 
mm-hmm. if you don't have somebody rolling in the uh, the other way in the back. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so I can see when I said, how can this be the year of the black Republican? I can see if conservatives can come together, white, black, red, yellow, and say, put out enough information and hope that the people who've been rowing against all of us would just say, I'm going to give up and see where this boat goes. And uh, Yeah, you you know, it's, it's this thing about having a disease. Uh-huh. You know, I, I had a bad back pain for five, six, seven years. Uh-huh. Nobody could find it. And a, doc finally, and a doctor finally gave me an MRI, and he said, I found it. There's a cyst on my spine. He said, I'm going to go in and take it out, and you're going to be fine. He found that problem. He took it out. I've been pain-free ever since. This is the black community. They know they have pain. They don't know where it's coming from. And they are being told it's coming from a place where it's not. And they're always hitting at the wrong place, the wrong place. Like you got a flood in your basement and and a bad plumber's telling you it's coming from a certain pipe, but it's not, it's coming from another. They think that it's coming from the Republican Party and it's not. It's coming from the Democrat Party. But the Democrat Party are criminals and the criminal always finds a patsy, doesn't he? He'll always say that somebody else is your is, 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 is the culprit. So what we have to do, and this is why Iron Triangle and 25 Lives is so important, it tells the Democratic Party or the black people or the people that it's affecting who your enemy is. And once you determine that, now you got yourself a fight. Now you've got to determine another thing. Since you know this is the guy that's causing you problems, do you want to get rid of it? Some people say, no, I'm used to it. Some people are in a state of learned helplessness, like a battered woman whose husband's just been beating the hell out of her for years. Mm. And she says, I know but I'm afraid to leave it. Mm. I'm afraid of the world outside. I'm more comfortable with the devil I know than the devil I don't know. And you're gonna find those people. C.S. Lewis said, God didn't send you to hell. People choose hell. And when I read that, I said, wow, nobody gonna choose hell, what's he talking about? But then I started seeing it every day. The person who's on drugs and you go to them and say, hey man, I'll take you to a drug rehab clinic if you'll come with me. And they say, no. The person that weighs 500 pounds, you say, hey, man, I'll take you to the gym and work you out, help you lose weight if you want. No, man, I won't. The, the alcoholic that drinks away his check every week, and you say, hey, man, I'll take you to church, and I'll get this spirit out of you if you're calm. And they say, no. They choose hell. When it goes people back, that are in the yeah. ghettos now. Yeah, people in the ghettos now where you're offering school choice for their children. And because it's being offered by a conservative or Republican, they turn it down. They hurt their own child. Choosing hell. This is where they are. So you can't save the, the ones that are choosing hell. You can save the ones that say, I don't want this anymore. And those are the ones that are going to go start looking. And those are the ones that will find you. And then when they find you, they'll be okay. Well, Vince, I, I, I appreciate you coming on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. I've been on before, and we'll definitely want to get you back on again. And uh, God bless you and your endeavors. Uh, I pray that it will just uh, open up some doors for you, black conservatives and white conservatives, that we, we can uh, get this country back on a, on a road to recovery. And, and, and I like to say, let's don't make America just great again. Let's make America the best it's ever been. And that, that's what there I There you go, you, brother. And you look, and, 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 and for your viewers, tell them to go to VinceEllison.com. VinceEllison.com. Buy Iron Triangle. Buy 25 Lies. 25 Lies is $15 now on Amazon. Iron Triangle has a real good price. It's under $4 right now. Buy both books. They will rock your world. They will change the way you see America. They've been some of the best books ever written. I agree with that. Go get them off Amazon. God bless you. And that was the passionate author, Vince Ellison. 
Thank you, Vince, for being on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Hey, we got another great show next week. We'll see what is brewing in the world of politics. Don't forget to order your book from Vince Ellison, 25 Lies of the Democratic Party. Get that book. Tell your friends and neighbors about it. Hey, tell them to listen to this show and uh, see, see if they agree with Vince. Tell people about Vince Ellison's book, and we will see you next week and see what kind of politics are rocking around then. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.